Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. How are we doing under the cosh? We're back. No brownie again. No brownie. To be fair, we've we've, we've dropped two in two days. Two we? in two days. His message has just dropped. We're going to let him off. Aren't Give we? him a, he's written warning. He's not getting paid, man. Verbal warning. Sorry, he's not no, getting no fucking money. Why you, who's getting paid? Well, uh, <laughs> he if, a that. if he were getting paid, he'd be getting fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Two keepers in, well, it'll be two weeks, but two days for us recording. Two keepers that, well, single-handedly probably kept the male moose product going in the 90s. Yeah, you Both with decent yeah. barnets. Everybody says to me it was permed like, but it weren't. Just natural. <laughs> <laughs> it was style, wasn't it? <laughs> Mark Crossley, how you doing? Black Orchid, yeah, I'm good, thanks, yeah. Good. Really good. Thank you very really much good. for coming on. Yeah, no worries, yeah. no worries, mate. Last, in, ta- last time going. I seen Weaves was in uh, Piano Bar in Magaluf last year. Yeah. You still with Magaluf? Uh, what a fucking it weren't a great conversation I got to be honest <laughs> <laughs> 19 when you got your debut with yeah. Cluffy yeah what a place to start as well what a man to it, start with it was weird like I went to Watford as a as a, as a kid from school and um, I got homesick so I just binned it off I couldn't hack it like I was living with uh, David Olsworth and Dean Olsworth with another family and I hated it um, so I came back home Went to Barnsley College Art and Design. Um, <laughs> Wait, um, drawing? <laughs> no, well, painting and decorating. Oh. It's, it's a posh word for painting and decorating. <laughs> um, so I gave that a crack, and then I just played local for, I don't know, you know Island Town Jags. And we got to Bramall Lane to a final, and uh, so we were like, I was, what, uh, 16, 17 at the time. And just a loads of, we won, the, we won that cup at Bramall Lane, and just loads of scouts came up, and one were from Forest. Fella called Jack Noble, and he said, "Come down and have a trial." And I thought, "Oh, that'd be all right. It's only an hour away." Because Watford were miles away. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bit of an own bird, me like I just. We all like, mate. I'm the same. I know. I'm exactly the same, I, mate. We're like fucking magnets back to Barnsley, aren't we? Exactly. Um, so I ended up signing an apprenticeship there, and then my debut that you're just on about there it happened weirdly. Brian Clough, up manager, we had four keepers: Steve Sutton, and Seegers. Uh, Paul Crichton, 
and myself. And now we're living in digs, which were actually joined onto ground. And there were ten of us in digs. And like, a, it was a midweek game against Liverpool. Oh, fuck it, not bad then, eh? Yeah. <laughs> not a bad debut. When I found out that it were Barnes, Beardsley and Rush playing up front, like, I, sh- I did shit myself a little bit. <laughs> but I didn't know that we were going to play in this game. And how it come about, Steve Sutton, first team goalie, he'd gone down with a virus during the day, so it was too late to get anybody on loan. Seegers was out on loan at Wimbledon and Paul Crichton was injured. So there were only me left. So I get to the ground and what we used to do is just get to the players' entrance and then uh, one at coaches used to tell you your jobs to do. And that night, I got told to make sure that central eating in the team dressing room were turned up full fucking blast. Because apparently it dehydrates opposition. Yeah, yeah. So I went and did it and it, we, we were pissing the sense when we, all apprentices, when we seen Kenny Daglees coming out of the dressing room saying, can you come and turn this eating down? It's fucking boiling in here. Like, so. <laughs> anyway... I didn't know, but my old man had had a call during the day saying, get yourself down to Nottingham tonight. Mark's playing. But whatever you do, don't tell him because he'll, he'll shit himself, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> Straight in deep end. So at seven o'clock, I get the shout. And Cluffy, he had four nicknames for me, right? He used to call me Shithouse, Imbecile, <laughs> Barnsley. And when I got in his his team uh, regularly. He started to call me Jigsaw, but I'll come on to that a bit later. <laughs> so at seven o'clock, I'm in boot room and I'm looking after Ian Boyer. So I'm cleaning Ian Boyer's boots, getting him ready for, just before he goes out for warm-up at seven o'clock. Anyway, I gets a shout off Cluffy. Shit house! He goes. <laughs> so I put my head out at boot room like that and he goes, get your boots on and it would help if you put your fucking gloves on as well. <laughs> You're playing. So I thought, playing? Is he fucking winding me up here or what? So anyway, I follows him into the dressing room. And anyway, my boots were there. I'd not realised my boots were there. I had to borrow a pair of gloves because I, there were no sponsorships at all. And I didn't even, I only had some really old gloves. But idea behind it, brilliant, behind, brilliant behind man management, what, that... I had 45 minutes yeah. to get ready to no go and play in this game. Yourself. No time. No goalie coach back then. So that direct order from Clough, that. Don't tell him a word. What? Yeah, yeah. to my dad. But my dad was at the game, so I never, I never knew. My dad had been down all day. Yeah. So were it Clough who phoned your dad? Phoned my dad, yeah. Anyway, we, we won the game 2-1. And I don't, I don't know about you, John, when, when you make your debut. I, don't, I couldn't remember no about it. It re- just like... I can remember... My, my debut I came on last fucking three or four minutes, but my full debut I can remember. I can remember pretty much everything about it because you know my we were playing away at Bramall Lane. I was eighteen, I think. Fucking shitting my pants, absolutely shitting my pants. <laughs> we went one nil up. I was playing centre half at the time. Were you? Yeah, we went yeah. one nil up. <clears throat> And it gets just before half time, and I'm fucking looking up at we're like we're kicking towards the Barnsley fans first half. So I start fucking looking to them, thinking, I'm fucking at this, look at this, look at me here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Somebody clipped ball at top, Carlos Sabah runs straight behind me and fucking slots it in one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My fault for their goal, I'm like, fucking hell. I'm the <laughs> looking at all these bars if I'm thinking, it's fucking Asian, this, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> But I, can, I, can rem- I can remember most of mine. I can't remember the night after it, but I can remember most of it <laughs> during, the fucking, during the game. 
we won two one anyway. So apparently I got told I got done. I did all right, and we'd, we'd beat him. And like I said, Rush Barnsley and Beardsley, they were front three. So Cluffy was right. I would have shipped myself if my, my old man had told me that yeah. I was playing. And then following week, we're playing Newcastle away. And I, you know when you think you've done all right and you think you've got a chance of playing, but Steve Sutton were now fit to play. He trained all week, and I thought, ah, oh, that's me. But what we used to do is on a Friday we used to go training. We used to walk down side at River Trent to training ground, and he'd take the walk, so you 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 weren't allowed to walk past him. All right, yeah. So he'd have his tennis racket and he'd have his dog and he'd be eating fucking tennis ball and running out. Hot dog. Hot dog. (laughs) Gary Charles, young fullback, sometimes he used to make Gary Charles walk his dog instead of training. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's you done today. He was brilliant to work for. Anyway, on this Friday I thought, do you know what? Because we never did any team shape. We never did out about opposition. He just picked a team on day and you went and played 4-4-2, that was it. So on Friday, I'm thinking, what you used to do is you used to go back to the ground then and team sheet used to be up. So I thought, do you know what? I might have half a chance. So I thought, I'll get there first, have a look on, on, on team sheet. Anyway, I looked at team sheet and it said that and it went on. Number one, shit house. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I'm fucking in. I'm playing at Newcastle tomorrow. So this time, you've got all night to think about yeah. it. And I, I, I didn't get no kip. Had normal club sandwich at night, black crunk, pint of black crunk lemonade, as you do. Couldn't sleep. Anyway, we won one nil, and I remember Lee Chapman scored winner. And then uh, following week, we've got Coventry FA Cup at home. So I'm thinking, is that me? No, still got a chance. Anyway, I'm in team. So what Clough used to do, if you start again a little bit too big, big for your boots, he used to knock you back down to earth. So I played against Coventry, and I made my first mistake. I gave one of the goals away. Um, but we won 3-2 and after the game so you've won your first three games three right? games so so the first three games we've won all three and it's gone alright and it, you're starting to get a little well, yeah. it's a piece of piss this which it, as we know it's not <laughs> <laughs> so he used to manage on this on a level playing field like you got like Stuart Pearce in there captain of England Des Walkers Nigel his son and Neil Webb some great players and even them if they stepped above that mark, he was class at knocking you back down to earth like. I can remember going to the dressing room door and turning round to the lads saying, see you Monday, lads, thinking just Sunday's a day off, yeah. innit? Like, and he goes, where do you think you're going, shit house? <laughs> <laughs> so I says, I'm going home. Where's home? I said, I live in Barnsley. He said, my house, tomorrow morning, nine o'clock... Bring your boots, <laughs> and it would help if you bring your fucking gloves as well. <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know where he lives. <laughs> I'm going to get to his house at nine o'clock Sunday morning. <laughs> so I thought, right, I'm going to ask somebody. So I thought, who's the best person to ask? So Nigel weren't there, so I thought, well, surely Kitman or Grandsman or someone like that knows where he live. So I asked Kitman, no, I don't know where he lives. Grandsman, Charles's name was. He goes, yeah, I know where he lives. I said, can you take me there tomorrow morning, nine o'clock? I don't know why I've got to go, but I've got to be at his house. <laughs> so he goes, no problem. I'll meet you at ground at eight o'clock and we'll take you through. Lives in Derby. I said, all right, no problems. Gets in the van. Gets to his house about half eight. And Chaz drops me off and he pisses off in, in van. So I'm stood at the bottom of Cluffy's drive, 
thinking it's half eight. He said nine o'clock. I better wait. Five to nine, I walked up drive. I was but never seen out like it, like like Barnsley fucking town hall in house. <laughs> so I walks up, knocks up back door, and his wife answers, Barbara, and she goes, Hello Mark, how you doing? Pleased to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Come in, I'll make you a cup of tea, slice of toast, she says. So would you like one? I said, Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, yeah. You can put, you can put, put a bit of Still don't know why I'm there. So I sits down in the kitchen, and what I all can remember what he had this golden retriever, and it, it kept running up to me and like sniffing me knackers and, <laughs> and all that. And I wanted to fucking boot it, like you know what I mean? But I'm thinking I can't, it's Cluffy's dog, all these things with why am I here? Anyway, she says, Brian will be down in five minutes. So anyway, he comes downstairs, rugby shirt, green sweater, blue tracky bottoms, pair of wellies on, tennis racket in his hand. Dog goes and sits outside him. He goes, I won't call you shit house, cos Barbara's here. <laughs> he <says. laughs> but I'd like to say thank you. So I goes, what for? Now, Nigel's manager, Burton Albion, and chief scout is Simon, right. his other son, Simon Clough. Simon Clough is the manager of a Division 5 Sunday League team in Derbyshire Sunday League. <laughs> you know what's coming, don't you? <laughs> so Cluffy goes, thank you for agreeing to play for Simon's team this morning. They haven't got a goalkeeper and I thought you'd do so. So... <laughs> Thanks for agreeing. So I goes, no problem, it's, it's Cluffy, isn't it? I'm not going to say no. So anyway, we get, I get in the car with Simon and we go to this fucking ground. It was like Concord Park. It was like, there were 25 pitches all over. Dog shit, broken glass, <laughs> you name it, it's on these pitches. We're getting changed in the same dressing room as the team we're going to play against. <laughs> so I'm getting ready and this kid goes... So you're actually, going to, you're actually playing in this game? Yeah. <laughs> I've played against Coventry at FA Cup day before. <laughs> Newcastle, Liverpool two weeks before that. <laughs> and you're playing against fucking dog and dog. Division five at Derbyshire, some standard were fucking horrendous, right? Well, this kid said, piped up and he goes, What the fuck's he doing here? It's that young goalie, young Crossley. Uh, I see, he played against fucking Coventry yesterday. What's he doing here? So I've clocked him and I'm thinking, I better get ready and get out of here. So I get my gear on, gets out onto the pitch. Anyway, game kicks off. And I'm not lying, we were, we were far superior to this other team. And I've hardly touched ball. And I look over to my right-hand side, and Archie Gemmel, remember Archie Gemmel? Yeah. It's fucking linesman. He's <laughs> <laughs> a friend of family, he's running line, right? Drafting them all in. Archie Gemmel, European Cup winner, he's running <laughs> fucking line for AC Hunters. That's what the team were called, <laughs> AC Hunters. So, anyway, 4-0 it was. 4-0. Clean sheet. 4-0. Game's still going on. And I get the shout and I... Shit house! <laughs> I thought, he fucking can't be here. Surely he's not here. So I look over and about three pitches away, Cluffy's there with his dog, hitting tennis, tennis ball for dog. Shouts me. So I look over, puts them up like that. I'm that mesmerised that he's there and Archie Gemmell's running line and I've wandered over to the left-hand side at box 
and they fucking score. <laughs> <laughs> their team scores. It can, honestly, if you don't know me, it can only fucking happen to me. That. <laughs> so I thought, what am I going to do? So I get the ball, I sit back at net, <laughs> and I chucks it back to halfway line. And he, he shouts me again, Shit house! <laughs> so I look over again, and he stood there, and he stood like that, giving it wanker sign. <laughs> AC Hunters got fined 50 quid, right? For you playing? For, for playing a ringer. <laughs> and that bastard took it out of my wages to pay for <laughs> oh, Swear to God. <laughs> he fucking took 50 quid out of my wages to pay fucking five for AC Hunters. <laughs> so that's what he was like, and that's how, you, that's how we knock you back down to earth, no like, you know? And there's, like, when I think back, there's loads of stories how he did them things. To, to all different kinds of players. And you know, I've been realising at the time either, like... Reverse, no, you don't. psychology and... Because I'm not sure if Peter Taylor brains behind football and, and, and Cluffy were more... People were just in awe of him. Yeah. And every player that's played for him, who I know, 99% of them loved him, whether they got bollockings or not. They just loved his style. The first contract I ever signed were blank. And it was just through getting him. He, was, he got out at Bath, and he he, he didn't have a towel. <laughs> and I were in dressing room. Me and Teddy Sheringham were in dressing room because we were injured, and you had to be in at half eight in the morning if you were injured. Anyway, we were in Bath, and he kept ducking under Bath and coming up and going, <laughs> shaking his head. Now. So I says, "You all right, Gaffer? Get me a fucking towel, son." <laughs> he says. So I go and get my towel. I bring brought it back to him. Anyway. It disappeared and you could see wet footprints going out and down the corridor and it had gone in sauna to dry off. So I chucked him towel and he said, when's your contract up? I said, end the season. Would you like a new one? Yeah, I'd love one. Come and see me Monday morning. Knocks on Car- his secretary, Carol. He had to like go through her to get to Cluffy. Not, not literally like you didn't have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> She sounds fucking good as gold, Carol. <laughs> she's, she's passed away now, bless her. Yeah, but... So, I got, she rings him up. She says, uh, Mark's here to see you. She says, oh, you better send him down. So he walks down and he goes, what can I do for you, son? I says, well, you've told me to come and see you about a new contract. Opens draw. Put none of them old blue contracts. Yeah. I don't know whether they're still like that for players, but they're not that. But I know what you mean. It, no. was like, it used to be a blue piece of paper with um, basic wage on, mm. and then if you got any appearance money and all that. So he puts it on the table. He said, "Sign that shit house." <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it. I said, "Gaffer, I can't sign that. Sign it, or fuck off and play for Barnsley." <laughs> Barnsley were in third division at that time. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he says, you've got five minutes or you're fucking off to Barnsley. <laughs> so he made me go out at room. No agents, no, f- no mobiles. I didn't, there were no mobiles then. Yeah. Couldn't ring anybody. Couldn't like, ring me old man and say, he's asked me to sign a contract, but there's fuck all on it, it's, it's blank. blank. <laughs> <laughs> what should I do? I've got five minutes. So I knocks on the door, goes back in, science contract. <laughs> Rings me up that night at home. He goes, thank you for agreeing to play for me for the next four years, shit house. <laughs> so I'm thinking, fuck me, four-year contract, brilliant, <laughs> like, you know. 
Come and pick your contract up in the morning. It's ready. <laughs> so I go to office next morning, Tuesday morning, and secretary hands me the brown envelope with contracting. So you sign it, and then he decides what's going he on. He filled it in. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, what's it going to be like this? <laughs> like, my old man's going, what the, the fuck AC are you doing? The AC need a game at weekend. The my AC need a keeper at weekend. I'm what have you done? My old man goes, what have you done? You've played it first team. What have you done? So anyway, he gave me 500 quid a week, which was about going rate then for somebody that had made the debutant team with options. If you play so many games, we can renegotiate. But best thing about it was, when you passed your test, you had to go and ask him if you could have a car. And I'd passed my test and it, it was about nine months further on this. And I kept asking, can I have a car? Can I have a car? No, no, no. Was we actually telling you you couldn't have a car? No, couldn't have one. We <laughs> <laughs> have that now, wouldn't you? Because it were all this, I think it were all this psychological, like, I'm in charge. Yeah. This is how it is. So when I look back, because I signed that blank contract, when I look back now, I realise, he knows yeah. that he can trust you. Yeah. It's and brilliant, you, yeah. really. And then when you were seeing the contract, you would know that you can trust him. Exactly. So I've got contract... Anyway, he knows I've been begging to see if I can get a car. Because I'm wanting to get home. I'm sick of buses and trains and all that. So I pick envelope up and there's, there's some keys jangling in the bottom. I thought, what, what's, what's this like? So I opens contract, looks at contract, happy with contract, pulls some keys out. So I said to the secretary, what's these? And at the bottom of the contract, it said in his own handwriting, Cluffy's handwriting, Elizabeth's car, right? Now his daughter Elizabeth had got this car, she didn't want it. So he fucking gave it me. Yeah. So, so his daughter's keys, car? Keys. Well, I says, Where, where's car? To the secretary, she says, it's outside. So I goes out and I'm <laughs> pressing, boop, boop. So which car was? <laughs> See which car it was? XR3i, convertible, white and with a black roof, <laughs> six month old. Oh, they were the bollocks and all back then, weren't they? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just, it, that, 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 well, like, I'm just thinking, I've just signed a blank contract there and I've come out with this. Yeah. I would, he was, he, he, he was the, he was the master, like, he was class to work for. Did, did he pull all the strings at the club when you say, Everything. like, he's telling you you're having a contract, there's no seeing the chairman. Uh, no. He's, he's got the pot. He's in charge. He knows who he's giving a contract to, not. Did he even make his own <clears throat> pots up and say, look, I'm spending this? Were Probably. It, I'm spending, Knowing uh, this him. is how much I'm going to spend this year and I like it and I'll fuck off. He ran it from top to bottom. And you had, and if chairman come in, he used to slag chairman off on that, didn't yeah. he? He's like, and that's why he never got England manager's job, they said, because they were scared that he'd take over, take over completely, like, yeah. which he would have done. He would he would have definitely have done. But as I say, he was class to work for. He was brilliant. And them little things that build in that trust, that's what he liked. That, I think that's gone now, though, ain't it? That's gone in it, football now. People say would he be able to manage today, but because like I remember, he wouldn't. He wouldn't talk to agents when agents yeah. started coming into it. It was towards his end of the, end of his managerial, you know, yeah. efforts. And but it sounds like he's got an understanding of each individual player. He knows that he's wanting that car, and he's yeah, and he's getting. But to have that that understanding of each individual one what you think but I think the thing is that obviously you've signed that blank contract right and and he's give you what you were happy with it yeah what what you deserved 
Yeah. And he's, give, he's giving you the keys to that car. You're like a dog with two dicks, aren't you? You, you are. Know what I mean, you're like, you run I'd run that for a fucking brick yeah, wall for him. Exactly. Yeah. So it worked both ways. And it's not it's not cost him anymore. It might cost him his daughter's ex half three yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Want it. But, <laughs> and in, this is what I, I think is lacking today, me, things like this. Like we, it, it, it is. It's fucking, it's a totally different Every world, manager now just fears for his job after he loses four games, yeah. doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Every single one. Yeah. How did how did Clough deal with lads? Because obviously there's some big names in that squad. And yeah. To Roy Keane were a younger lad then, but like Teddy Sheringham, all like to drink, I imagine. Yeah. How, how would he how did he deal with bigger that, characters or who were playing up a he, bit? And... He kind of he kind of encouraged it at the right times. Yeah. It's the same as all. Like you know, I mean, I think in our contract it used to be thought you weren't allowed after a, after a Wednesday. You had to live within 25 miles at ground. If you don't want to do it, go and play for somebody else. You yeah. could be best player. You could be messy. If you didn't want to, didn't want to get into it, it, being his culture, you you weren't welcome. And I, I think that's I think that's why he was so successful. Like you know, it worked, but he worked you out instantly. Yeah, it worked. David Curry, remember David Curry? Did he go to Barnsley? He was, he was at Barnsley, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you're going to Barnsley, yeah. Like, you don't remember where you're going to Barnsley. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you fucking did. Sent forward. Yeah, long bit of a mullet to yeah. the fucking Tash. Well, yeah. he scored a load of goals for Barnsley and, and Forrest played a million quid for him, you know. Anyway, it were a, I think it was a scouting mistake or whatever because he liked a centre-forward who could just get hold of the ball, turn, out wide, get it box, score mm. header, get cut while you're doing it. Simple, everything was simple. Centre-half, what's your job? Edit and kick it. And he, I just think he was brilliant. I had six years with him. They were the best six years of my life. I've had 28 managers. I've been 32 years, I think it is now, from apprentice to, to now. Never been out of it. And like you said, you see some fucking managers and you go, what's, what's he all about? And Tony, I like Tony. Tony were proper black and white. Um, I, 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 as I said, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't play that much for him, but... Everybody went out on a Saturday afternoon at three o'clock, knowing that is your job. Yeah. Mm. So if you did that, he couldn't. He couldn't have a go at you because that's all he asked of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the problem with Tony was he used to ask me to fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> I says, Tony, I can't fucking do it. I can't do it, Gaffer. I'm really sorry, but I just can't fucking do it. I'm trying, but I just can't. Were it a shock yeah. when he went, and did it change? Not really, no, or? because his health deteriorated and yeah. all that. Like, and if his health had been all right, do you think he'd have struggled with, same as you say, the agents and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, and yeah. media and television? Do you think he'd have struggled with all that? Uh, because he was so outspoken and he and his beliefs, he just wouldn't have accepted. He wouldn't accept someone coming in and speaking on behalf of a player. Yeah, he'd just go no next. Now next. So, I can, I remember. <laughs> I think first agent that came was Kingsley's Black. Kingsley Black. This agent come and they were about twenty stone. <laughs> right. Fucking hell! Like, oh, ought to be twenty stone. Eh? <laughs> 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 and fucking snaps from his arm off to be twenty stone. <laughs> <laughs> and me. Uh, so apparently, what I heard was he, Kingsley came to sign with his agent. And they've gone into his office and Clough has said to Kingsley, would you mind telling the fat bastard to wait outside? <laughs> so he shot him down like that. 
So, plus agents not, not knowing what to do. So he's gone out at room and Clough has gone to Kingsley Black. They're a lovely pair of shoes, son. What size are they? Let me try them on. And he's about a 10, Cluffy. And Kingsley were about a size 7. So <laughs> Kingsley's stuck his shoes off and Cluffy's trying them on. <laughs> and he's treading fucking backs down and walking around <laughs> room in these size 7. <laughs> he's gone, no, no, no. But that's a lovely watch you've got on. Let me try that, son. <laughs> So apparently Kingsley takes his watch off and he hands it over to him. He tries it on. Like the watch, I like the watch. But I don't like the fucking shoes. <laughs> right, so it's, the kids come to sign a fucking contract. <laughs> Playing dress up. <laughs> so, Cluffy gets the watch, stuffs it in his shoes, walks over to the filing cabinet and puts his shoes in the filing cabinet and locks it. He said, go and tell the fat bastard you're going to sign the contract <laughs> otherwise you're going back to London without your shoes and your fucking watch from. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that was his way of shooting the, you know... Like, Put it back in his place. Yeah. Don't deal with agents. <laughs> if you don't want to sign for me, fuck off and sign for somebody else. <laughs> with no shoes on. Were you aware that, obviously, Cluffy liked to drink back then? And Yeah, I think, uh, well... Do you think it were a problem for him, or...? Um, I think maybe, well, getting end. that way towards end, because he looked poorly, and... Mm. I mean, we, ne- we never knew the extent of it, but, I mean, we only read in the papers what, what people were thinking, and his health was, wasn't great. Whether it was down to uh, too much tipple or what, I, I don't know. Mm. It probably had something to do with it. I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was rife that people thought that. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing he did, he never forgot a thing, yeah. whether he'd had a drink or not. I remember playing at Huddersfield in the reserves and I, I think he'd had a drink and uh, <laughs> I, was playing, I was playing at reserves and I broke my finger. Right, so I come off at half-time, about two minutes to half-time, I come off at half-time, start taking my boots off, got, managed to get my glove off thinking I'm coming off like, you know. So he comes over and he goes, can you play on for me? <laughs> and Archie Gemma was stood behind him, nodding his head like that, as if to say, say yeah. So I've gone, I suppose so, but fuck knows what's going to happen. Anyway, we got beat five. So after the game, we walked out of the... Um, Uddersfield, old Uddersfield town ground, we walks out, my old man's there, he comes up to me and goes, hey, all right, young'un? I goes, I've brought my finger, but I'll be all right. Anyway, Cluffy had his arm round me and he said to my old man, piss off. <laughs> right? So we get some coach and he goes, who was that man that come up to you? I says, it was my dad. Right, next day, my mother got flowers, magazines, my dad got wine. So he, he he made that gesture straight away, he knew... So Next he, day. He thought your old man was just a, a, a fan yeah, or... Yeah, yeah. Next day, and that, that, that's what he was like, mate. We were just yeah. class. Class. We used to pick him up. Every time we played down south, we used to pick him up on where? A place called Sandy Acre, we're a little hotel. And we pulls up one day, and he's in, he's in this woman's garden, and he's breaking all the rose trees off. He's got a great big bunch of roses and he walks over to... <laughs> some woman's garden? Yeah, just garden. somebody's garden, random. <laughs> so we're driving up on bus and Albert, our bus driver, 
we're thinking we're going to pull into a hotel and somebody's gone, Gaffer's there. Gaffer is in this woman's garden, or this garden, lovely garden with lovely roses, and he's breaking all rose trees off. <laughs> so he's got a big bunch of roses. He walks over to that letterbox, and he's pushing loads of money through a letterbox, right? <laughs> and it's spilling all over money. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Get some boss. I can't remember what we're playing. I think it might have been knowledge, something like that. Anyway, he gets on bus and he comes up back at bus and he used to have a curtain halfway down, split players from management. Yeah. And he came round every player and he gave everybody a rose. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your wives and your girlfriends and your mothers, thank you for letting us have you on Mothering Sunday weekend. <laughs> Tell them this is from Brian. <laughs> these fucking roses fucking brilliant man honestly but he was just brilliant at stuff like that like I don't know whether psychological or what call it what you want I don't know just pure class like you know yeah. and everybody were gutted when he left and then we, we when Frank Clark came and managed us then signed Colin Moore and Roy Brian Roy and Stan Colin Moore and they ripped it up we took both of them how did you find Stan? Um. I liked him because I used to room with him at times. Yeah. I know he, was, he can be a little bit complex character, a bit strange at times, but I, I didn't mind that. Yeah. Because I'll get on with anybody, me. Listen, if he's scoring 25 go- goals a season, he's getting right fucking bonus me. money, he can room with me. <laughs> with me, with me, with me. And I've, okay. He could be shagging the wife if he's getting the fucking bonus money in every fucking weekend. <laughs> I've kept in contact with him briefly through via Twitter and social media yeah, and all yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, Frank took us straight back up, and I remember... Chairman come in, we needed to get a draw, I think, next at last game of the season and uh, to get up. And Chairman come in and says, if you get up, you can go anywhere in the world on a 10-day trip, everything paid for. So we went to Miami. Right. <laughs> this under... No, this, this weren't under Frank. In Frank's last year, we got... Real, no, I'm wrong. So Frank got us promoted... Then we finished third next year in Premier yeah. League, which was still, a, I think it's a record for a promoted yeah, to team. Get promoted and, and then we went the down again. Yeah. And then that way, Harry Bassett took over. It was Harry. And chairman come in and said, if you, if you get promoted, you can, you can go anywhere in the world like. So Big Dave Besson organised for us to go to Miami on a 10 day trip, all expenses paid. Um, oh, what a, what a place. I mean, I've only ever been once, but. Uh, I've, never, I've never been. You made the most of it. So no members of staff went, apart from Steve Beagle. Do you know, do you know Beagle? No. Works at Leicester now. And he was just a coach. So it were like, it were a, it were a free-for-all. It were, <laughs> it were mad. Like. So one day I says, come on, let's hire this boat. Ten days is a long old fucking slap. Isn't it? I, bet were, I bet they were Jesus a furrow bill at the end of it as well. Oh, I don't know what it cost. It must have cost a fortune. <laughs> it must have cost a fortune, like... So where's this? I I says, come on, I've got a I've got a 
a license, I can drive a fucking boat, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you I said, so cluffy when you got your boat's license. <laughs> no, well, um, what happened was, went for a walk one day, and in Miami there's there's beach, and then at, at, at back there's all like canals. So I had this like it was like a tugboat, right, square front like that. But you weren't allowed to go onto the sea in these boats. <laughs> and as you're driving down these canals, there's all like beer offs and all that. So we called in, filled it with cans, right? And just went down. Off your trot. Off your trot. It's up in all day. But there's little estuaries into the sea. <laughs> and every now and again, they open up. Of course, our clock's one and it's open. So I think, <laughs> fuck it, we're going on sea, right? <laughs> And on board it says strictly no admittance to the sea, right? <laughs> so I text boat on this sea. On so the sea. <laughs> Jeff Thomas. Jeff Thomas has sat on front of this tugboat. She dangle your feet in at yeah. front. So he goes on the sea and it's rough as fuck. Right? <laughs> and boat's going up and we've got Craig Armstrong, a young lad called Craig Armstrong, who can't swim. Right? <laughs> He's going, Norm, Norm, I can't fucking swim. Steady on. So it goes about 300 yards out, and it's choppy as fuck. So I'm going up and down these fucking things, right? I said, all right, I've got a licence. I know how to fucking drive one, right? <laughs> Captain Burns out here. Next minute, goes up, comes down, Jeff Thomas disappears. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone under the boat. Boat sinks. <laughs> boat, it's a fibreglass boat, it sinks. <laughs> So there's cans and fucking... Um, <laughs> Debris everywhere. Cans and players. <laughs> Craig Armstrong's drowning, <laughs> right? Dave Besson gets him round neck and fucking life saves him into fucking shore. Next minute, there's two fucking Mariahs coming down fucking beach because <laughs> fucking boats sunk. So I, fu- I fucked off, I ran off, right? And it, uh, Who's the captain of this boat? Next minute, fucking boat, boat comes, look, 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 comes back to the top and I had to pay 300 quid for a new, for a new part for it. So like, but that, I, it just reminded me there, like... In, you put it on top. trip. Uh, Oh, fucking hell. Some of the things you get up to. <laughs> what a place. I, 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 I'm exactly the same. If I, if I see a sign that says you're not allowed in... That's it. You go in. You'll, fucking, right. you'll sneak in, won't right. you? Right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So after Forrest, you signed for Middlesbrough? I'd agreed to go and sign for Ibs, for Alex McLeish, and last minute I got a phone call from Brian Robson to go to Middlesbrough as number two to Schwarzer. And I'll be honest, I just couldn't... You, you, I couldn't turn the door down, like. You yeah, know, yeah. For what I was going to get at Ibs. I couldn't, I couldn't turn it down, even though I knew I was going to go It'd as number, number two. two. I remember when I was there, the, uh, they brought Dean Windass in. Fucking hell, Dean, all that. Yeah, great lad. So I get a phone call. He goes, I know where you live. We might as well share driving. I were already there. He signed about three or four months later. I said, oh, all right, then. Sound, no problem. I mean, I've never met the bloke before in my life at this time. But we were talking to me like we were, we were, we were best mates. And we are mates now, but... <laughs> He's like that, though, isn't so, he? So, he said, I'll pick you up tomorrow morning, half eight. I'm just signed for club, da, 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 no problem. You know where I live, yeah. Right. So, about quite past eight next morning, my little girl comes running upstairs. Dad, Dad, there's a strange man in our house. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've never met him. I've spoken to him before, that's it. So, I go running downstairs... Can hear someone in the kitchen, so I run into the kitchen. <laughs> My little girl's only five. It's Dino. He goes, all right. I goes, 
All right, mate. He goes, I like myself and I didn't think you'd mind like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two slices of fucking toast in the toast. <laughs> you know what a cheeky bastard said? <laughs> you ain't got any beans, have you? <laughs> But that's why I love Dino, because he's that, that, that's, oh, and then we, and we had a brilliant crack. Remember, first, first away game, we were together, and they were playing cards for fucking stupid money, like Inzi and Hugo Ekiogan. What else were they? We just signed a player called Massimo Macaroni. He come for big money as well, didn't he? Big money. Sounds like I hope my fucking hating him. <laughs> <laughs> first trip, he lost 10 grand. Oh, Dino did. Massimo, Massimo. Macaroni. Oh. No three, wonder his fucking head went. A three-card brag, right? And when he was turning his cards over, he had, like, fucking ten iron all that. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just wanted to make an impression on that. <laughs> he'd have a game of cards. It cost him ten grand to make a fucking impression. <laughs> he he, he went, should have come in and made some toast. He went home, he went <laughs> home on Saturday night. And says, Where are they going to eat, look? I, I, I've lost ten grand, look, but I think the lads fucking like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Boxich, yeah. apparently, what, first hundred grand a week player, him, yeah. at Middlesbrough. You were like an old steam train and all the way smoking and that. Oh, he used to just diff it out at the dressing room door and walk in. The manager not say out to him when no. just playing crack on? No. Just crack, if you're signing for and he's on 100 grand a week, what, what can you say to him? Christian Caramel. Stop fucking smoking. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, there could have been that option, but you might have got the old fucking uh, Joy Barton and fuck no. off. <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, you wouldn't argue, he was a big fucker. Yeah. Fucking hell. Good player, though. Christian Carambo. Right. French kid with long dreads. Yeah, right? Real Madrid. Yeah. Weren't he shagging a fucking... Yeah, supermodel. A... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've got I've... a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, mate, it was funny. I don't know if you remember Neil Madison. Well, he ended up getting changed next to Christian Carambo. And when the new had signed him, Maddo had pinned all fucking pictures of Christian's missus inside his locker. <laughs> so when what, Christian... with bikinis on and that? Every time he used to get in the shower, Maddow used to open his fucking locker door so face and pretend to be fucking knocking one out. <laughs> 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 Chris is going, oh, crazy English people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of the things, mate. Yeah. I can see her face. I can, she had like a silver bikini on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can see her <laughs> I can see her face with this silver bikini that I'm wearing now. I remember we had a, a club barbecue, like, and he walked in with and like, everybody went... Everybody Ooh. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> a few slaps going... Everybody's fucking sunrising and fucking, I married a fella, me. Lovely bloke, though, him. Lovely fella. Nice. And I got inside there. Eventually, I got inside and did well. I had 11 clean sheets in about 24 games, and Steve McLaren was manager. And he obviously had... Mark Schwarzer, that he was his number one no matter what. And it pissed me off a bit because I'd done well. And I, f- I just thought I should have stayed in. Uh, so I asked to leave. And that's when I went on loan to Stoke for a bit. Yeah. They were bottom at Championship Stoke. You won't get anybody from Prem going to a team at bottom of, bottom of th- these days. It won't yeah. happen. But I just wanted to play football. I just wanted to game of football, like, you know. And I thought I'd done that, well. Had you done that time? You'd done that time on the bench, like you said. Yeah. And getting that chance. Did you itch your feet then to, to start playing again? The thing is, I, I always thought when I went to Middlesbrough, I'm going to get in. Yeah. Like, you have to have that attitude, otherwise, you know what I mean? I just thought, I'll get in at some stage, but I've got to stay in. And he, and he obviously didn't fancy me. Uh, 
And I had a move to Birmingham, which proper pissed me off. Steve Bruce, I was going to go to Birmingham. I don't know what happened, because I like, like, kept in the loop. It was unfair. I got pissed off. So I was going to go to Birmingham as number one and play. And then Chris Coleman rang me, because I knew Chris Coleman. From playing for Wales. Fuck knows how I played for Wales. Like, Wales? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from yeah. fucking 20 minutes down. I know, I know yeah. <laughs> nah, my, my, gran- my grandfather's Welsh, like, so I qualified to play. Like, You've I done under it. 21 England, haven't you? Yeah. Haven't you? Was there a bit of a winning hour and went on, should I? No, because I knew I was never going to play for England. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I thought it had passed. And Bobby Gould rang me and just said, will you come? Neville Southall's not far off retiring. And your, your next natural in, choice in line, like you know, and I said, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Well, again, you're playing football at top state, top, you know, top yep. level. But then I got injured again, I'd, and Paul Jones got in, and and um, I never managed to get back in. So, but I enjoyed it. I was in about forty-three squads. It was fucking brilliant. Ten days away, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> good squad with, with some great lads. Good, yeah, some great some lads. Games in there. Oh. Obviously, Gary Speed were in there, and what 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 a what a great bunch of lads they were like you know fucking brilliant. Vinnie Jones, what are you been? Vinnie, yeah. We learned that. Me and Vinnie learned. Played for Wales. Yeah, yeah, Welsh international. Yeah. Listen, try you know when you're not going to play for England and someone rings up and say come and play against fucking Argentina and and try saying no you can't you know, and I can honestly say every time fucking played that you try your best, didn't you? Yeah. No, it was good. Me and Vinnie Jones learned, uh, me, Vinnie Jones, and John Artson, because John Artson is fluent Welsh. Yeah. So we were learning his anthem, you see. So, national anthem, we. we right, but if you split that down in English terms, so Vinnie wrote down, my, hen, H E N, lad, L A D. So we were singing it, but we were reading it. In English, yeah. but singing it, when cameras are on you, we're going across yeah, yeah. the fucking hell. They know I'm from yeah. there, <laughs> Overdub. Blood and guts. Brilliant. <laughs> Kiss badge and lock. Yeah. <laughs> Big Arts is my favourite, like. Yeah. Big John is. What a guy. What a guy. What a player. Mm. What a player. <laughs> he was class. I remember one night we fucking. Because uh, you know, when you're away for 10 days, it gets boring. <laughs> it gets fucking right boring yeah. after a couple you, like, you know a couple away from fucking hot ass little yeah. you're like after a, you're thinking yeah. first couple it's alright this and then you've, and it, you've yeah. pulled fucking head off it that many times you're not, <laughs> you're not bothering about pulling it more it's sore isn't it <laughs> everybody goes with some canniston to them trips don't they <laughs> but yeah I remember we playing it was a Euro qualifier and what you do is you play on a on a, on a Saturday and a Wednesday, didn't you? It's a 10-day trip. Anyway, that night before the game, he's gone, don't have much to eat tonight at evening meal, 7 o'clock. Got a little treat for you. <laughs> so at 8 o'clock, we all go to his room, come in, sit down. The great big fucking table in the middle of the room. Right, next minute, there's a knock at patio door, which is on the ground floor. I'm not lying now. There were three Chinese blokes there, right? I've never seen as much fucking Chinese in my life. <laughs> 150 quid is spent on Chinese. Right? This Couple is night before the game. Night before the game, yeah. Fucking <laughs> chicken chow made up like <laughs> But that was big arts for you, like, it was class. class. It was really great. And you got Dean Saunders in there, constant telling stories. And... Oh, fucking hell, he could tell him Dean off, wouldn't he? Yeah. 
It's, yeah, it was quality. I enjoyed it. I, I, I never wanted to miss a trip because it was that good yeah. for camaraderie and that. And, I will uh, follow him. Because it fell through with Birmingham, Yeah, Mike Taylor, keeper who were at Fulham, ended up winning Birmingham because they agreed. And then Chris Coleman paid the money in full for me to go to uh, Fulham as number two to Van der Sar. Uh, but Chris said to me, he said, listen, he's not going to be here long, he's going to be moving on, you'll get your chance and then take it from there. Yeah. And then we signed that mad bastard Jimmy Bullard, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fulham's training ground, it's a big old stately house in the middle of the training ground and all pictures around it surround it. So these steps that we used to meet on, we goes off to jog off to go with this uh, fitness guy for, for warm-up. Next minute, Jimmy comes running right back at fucking stately house. And he's got that green Borat outfit on. <laughs> I know, I wore the club for two days on my dad, do I know exactly what outfit you're on about. <laughs> so he joins him warm up on his first fucking day, running around warming up in this fucking Borat outfit. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Next day, he's blocking to Gaffer's changing room. So we all meet on steps at half ten, and he's got Gaffer's gear on. <laughs> so then we go to pre season, we go to Austria, and we're in the same training camp as uh, Real Madrid. There's only them two teams there. Middle of nowhere, up in mountains. Capello's manager at uh, Real Madrid at the time. And Beckham and Woodgate, and uh, they're, they're all there. About third day, I was rooming with uh, Mark Pembridge. And we were above kitchens. And it was fucking boiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stuffy <laughs> place at all, isn't it? Austria. Uh, so I've come down in the morning to breakfast... And we were like over that side at restaurant and Real Madrid were over, over that side. So I've come down and I goes, Gaffer, you got to get me out of that fucking room. It's fucking boiling. I can't take it anymore. I can't sleep. <laughs> I can't, know. can't train today. Too hot. Next minute, <laughs> next minute, Jimmy comes behind me. And you know, when you're away, yoghurt pots are in a great big bowl, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> he fucking pours it over my head. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, that'll cool you down, big man, he said. <laughs> fucking Capello's there at the other side of the room looking above his fucking glasses and fucking yoghurt's dripping out of my fucking head. <laughs> anyway, I got my own back. He's mad on his golf, so I snapped his fucking 250 quid putter over my knee. That'll <laughs> <laughs> teach Yeah, so... Ah, great time. Brilliant. Love it. Especially working with Edwin van der Sar and all that. Yeah. I thought he were, he were different class. When you work, when you work with him, do you think he's... Obviously, Chris Coleman said he was were, he were going to be moving on. Did you think it'd be Man United to be moving on to something like that? No, I knew it would be a big club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, rumours were on 50 grand a week at Fulham. And Alf, I had what chairman at the time. And he was only name. He knew, interesting room. He only knew Edwin. <laughs> Edwin, I pay you too much fucking money, he said. <laughs> but Beauty had all fired. Well, we had fucking Arads, didn't we? So we got these 25% discount cards and every, right. every Christmas. It was still too much for us fucking bars. <laughs> oh, 25% uh, off, weren't it? You had to wait for sales and then get 25% <laughs> off sales. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was how ah, much we'll wait till <laughs> fucking January. But talking about being a Balzer lad, we used to get these at Christmas, we used to get these massive hampers. We had about 1,500 quids worth of like jams, champagnes, 
cheeses and all that. And I just fucking dished it out to everybody in Bowser as a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it up. Oh, that's for my uncle. Uh, that'll be, that, uh, be, be alright for my mum, that you, fucker. <laughs> she likes Stilton, she'll have that one. Huh? So, yeah, so, so some good perks for him when he was chairman. Tony Warner come in then. Big Tony, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bonus. Yeah. Bought another one, never played a game, I'm a fucking millionaire. <laughs> We've had to, we've had to. Great yeah. lad, great lad. <laughs> we, well, we, we weren't sure if you were a fucking goalkeeper or a gangster. UFC <laughs> fighter. <laughs> yeah. Biggest man in football, apparently. Biggest? It was, it was, well. Tony? Mm. What do you mean, biggest? He's one wood. He's fucking old man. Oh, I've, I, can't, I can't say I looked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't sell up, but my fucking throat's still sore. <laughs> I don't know. Say <laughs> nothing. You come back up north to play for Sheffield Wednesday. I came. I went on loan from. I came yeah. on loan from Fulham, and and uh, I knew my, I weren't getting renewed. Yeah. I come to Wednesday because uh, Brian Laws. My old teammate, my manager, like, and he said, do you, want, do you fancy it? Like, I said, yeah, I just want to play. But I've been injured, like, loads. So... Got yourself a goal? I did, I, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, it's a belter as well. It's last a minute. Last minute. Fucking bullet head of me. <laughs> from, uh, from a corner? Yeah, last minute. Okay. Got a picture in it. I was fucking there. All okay. I can see is these big ears, like, and <laughs> somebody marking me, and it's fucking Gareth Bell. Seven <laughs> 17-year-old Gareth Bell marking me with name up. Last minute. There's nothing better, I don't think, than when a keeper goes up. Unless the keeper catches it and then the keeper's got a fucking run down the It's not worse than that, but it Well, mate, I was fucking hell getting back up that fucking hill. Because it's a slope, in it, Hillsborough? Yeah. And I'd looking at Ben, I'm saying, shall I go or what? Or shall I stay or what? And Brian Laws is going, get back. And Billy Mercer, goalie coach, said, get your fucking set in. 3-2 <laughs> last minute. 3-2 last minute, yeah. Oh, it's to win? To draw 3 all. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant this, this was to win 3-2. Yeah. 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 I just you didn't know what to do, do you? Because it didn't happen. So yeah. I, d- I didn't know what to do. A little celebration. I remember having a pair of black tights on because I got a bad army. Pair of black tights? Yeah. Every time I see, every time I look at it, that goal, I always go, "What the fuck am I doing with them black tights?" <laughs> what would the club have said it black tights? Son, I've fucking seen it all now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did Big Norm come from? Pierce Stewart Pierce nicknamed it me. He said I look like Norman Whiteside, and it just stuck. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't don't get it. And you're one of them because everybody says it's that bloke that sits at the end at bar in Cheers. Everybody thinks that. <laughs> Some people think Norman Wisdom because I fucking dropped that many clangers. <laughs> but Pierce had just liked me to Norman Whiteside. I yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't have hair done and that, but I don't see it. But I have a bit of crap with Norman about it, yeah. I tell you what, I fucking scored Premier League's first ever fucking own goal. That's got, I've got to live with that for fucking rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have a pair of tights on every, every, every boozy you go into football quiz, who's got Premier League first ever on goal? Oh, <laughs> fuck me, here we go again. <laughs> At least you get one, At least right. you get it right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one out of 20. <laughs> I stand up and go, that was me! <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers, Matt. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, thank no, you very much. No, 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 no
what so happened? What happened? You did an interview today. Was it? Well, this is Chris Evans. Obviously, this is a week on. Oh, it's a week on. Week what on happened? One, yeah, I got evicted off fucking BBC Radio Two. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. I was telling a story. I obviously with. Uh, I don't. I've I mentioned it. The old book. <coughs> I've got one coming. Out. Uh, What's yeah. it called? Feed the Beast. Feed the Beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So got messages last week from the publisher saying BBC Radio Two want morning. Want to listen, want to speak to you, Chris Evans and Vassos. So I right, well, I said I put my, my first message was the Chris Evans. Yes, I'm like, well, no bother. No, yeah, I can talk to Chris. What <laughs> half eight? The phone call. It's gonna be. It's obviously it's a family show. So you're pre-warned. Yeah, pre-warned. <laughs> it's a family show. Vassos, Vassos, who down the road to. Managers that you played for and, and stuff. So I'm thinking, yeah, I, I can work with that. I can work with that. So I drops Oliver off at school, job done, and then he uh, gets just lining the... you up nicely, dropping the kids off for a family show. Yeah, perfect, mm. perfect. <laughs> so I've dropped him off, and then uh, gets the phone call. No, no to bat managers. Have you got a story for us that <laughs> might set the book set the book off? <laughs> so I, the first story I thought was my fucking crackout one. <laughs> we had, had operation. Wednesday, went to see the physio Friday. I've got a stag do crack out Saturday. Under no circumstances can you warn this stag do physio Friday. Gets home Friday tea time, says to the wife, I'm going, fuck it. Goes on the stag do Saturday morning, out all day, gets up the Sunday morning, rough as fuck. Only thing that's going to make me feel better is getting boozing again. Booked a flight for the Sunday night. <laughs> Getting to work Monday, job done. That's how it all sounds like a plan. That's how it all started. Phones the wife. Saturday afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon, five o'clock. I'm not coming home. I'm pissed. I'm really enjoying myself. Books a flight for the Monday. No problem. Job done. Uh, text the physio. I was supposed to see on the Monday. Um, uh, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Left it at that. Turned my phone off. Gets up Monday morning, rough as fuck again. Turns my phone on. Wife, you're in trouble. Your, your phone's unavailable. So I'm like, well, that's what phone say. She's in Polish. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm on the phone, another message comes up. Clashes Darren Ferguson, my manager. I'm like, oh, no. Fucking, I'm in trouble here. Turns out the physio that had message, or I thought I'll meet on the Monday... He were holiday. I was supposed to meet the other physio. Right. Obviously not got the message. Yeah. So I've fucking basically not turned up the Monday morning. Turn your phone off and it's being answered by some Polish bloke. Yeah. So Darren Ferguson, ring me ASAP. Oh, fucking hell. It's another week's this. <laughs> I'm going to be doing another fucking week's this. <laughs> Phones him up in taxi on way to airport. Like, all right, gaffer, yeah. He says, I'm, I bet I'm a lot better than you after you've been on fucking pissing crack over the last two days, haven't I? I <laughs> yeah. I, I said, I'm sorry, I've missed my fucking, I've missed my flight. <laughs> Are you coming in tomorrow? I said, I'm coming in tomorrow, we're already on Wednesday. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. <laughs> to be fair, if you'd have told it like that, then you might have stayed on the Chris Evans show. Yeah. But, but in the meantime, after I've turned my phone off and that, we went into this bar, like a dungeon. So we've gone down this fucking spiral staircase, got into this bar. There's two birds on a pole, like a lap dancing. It were 
I promise you. <laughs> so let's get, there's two Guilty. women on a stage. There's a pole. Guilty. Not a lap dancing bar. Not a lap dancing bar. I'm, I'm divorced now, I promise. So it don't matter. <laughs> I swear to God, it weren't a fucking lap dancing pole. There's two birds on a pole, like dancing about. So we're all just congregated next to it, man. I thought, fuck this. Never said out to nobody. Walked into toilets. So I've just took all my clothes off, right? I folded them up, grand as they, put my shoes, you know, like when you go at swimming bath, yeah. and you put, it, you put your shoes underneath, your jeans, then your jumper, shoes on, socks and it, shoes. Yeah, I've got it all fucking lined up, and I've walked out in, into this bar with no clothes on whatsoever, with my fucking clothes under my arm folded. <laughs> I've put them next to this lap dancing ball, I've put them next to this lap dancing ball, and I've sort of rushed these two birds off. I've, come on, main events yeah, here. Come on. <laughs> Obviously, fucking foreign, foreign birds. <laughs> Get up, whistle. Avita. So, so these two birds looked at me and thought, fuck, all that cup's got no clothes on. <laughs> so they moved off, they moved away from this ball. So I'm like, I've, I've got up on this ball and, and I've started swinging my sen round. Bearing in mind, I've just an operation. So I've got these two fucking patches, you know, like medical patches on me, knees, <laughs> cameras have gone in. So I'm upside down on this ball. Lads are like, the fuck, what the fuck's that? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm as I'm upside down on this ball, it started bleeding. Me, me, both my little my things with plastic with cameras and gun it. There were fucking claret going right down my thigh, right towards my ballot. And I'm upside down on this ball. And I'm like, I'm like I fucking get down, you sloppy twat. Family show. <laughs> this is a centenarian of fucking. Thursday morning. <laughs> Vassos is stuttering and farting like no other business. It's a family show, John. It's a Phone down. Did they cut you like just cut you cut, off? Straight down, did you just get receiver? There's no I know no researcher saying, oh sorry, we've it was a bit too much that. She went, Thanks, John. Dumb. <laughs> oh, so at least you got a thanks. At least yeah. you got a thanks. Thanks, John. Bum. Job done. Christ. <laughs> I don't know. So, oh well, thanks for listening. So, yes, thank um, you very much. live show coming up. We've got the eleventh of October. Yep, we've confirmed dates. Yes, so all confirmed. All the um, the ticket information will be on the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So keep your eyes on that. Um, as always, get us some reviews in. Subscribe to the YouTube. All that jazz. Anything else? Can somebody buy my book and all? It's only oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll, have to, we'll have to swap one. No bother. No bother. Not, not I've got about 200 in Boutique Car now. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll take up and put his cover on it. Right, there at Barnsley. Save our back. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll have Brownie back next. Uh, yes, hopefully. We'll have we'll back well. next week. Well, it just depends if, if his missus lets him, lets him out now, doesn't it? I think he'll be all right when he's got shot to the system coming. I don't know if he's got. Uh, what we got? What day is it today? 12, 18 days till uh, Hamburg. Come if, if I get the sack in the next 11 is it 11 weeks did you say 11, 11 days well no I know I think I'll be alright thanks for listening yeah, cheers stop. again thank you very much cheers thank you very much thanks a lot see you in a bit thank you <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.